Welcome to the Open Communication Podcast, hosted by me, Diane Hatke. I'm a wife, mother, small business owner, fitness and health enthusiast, and like the name says, on this podcast, I am going to openly communicate about all of that and everything in between. It's a lot of fun. Be sure to follow me so you don't miss anything good, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, lovelies, to the Open Communication Podcast. It's me, your host, Diane. Probably don't have to introduce myself every time, do I? (laughs) Uh, Before we get started, I have a favor to ask of you guys. First, um, well, I guess it's all kind of wrapped into one. So I have a goal this year to impact 10,000 people, to share with 10,000 people and to hopefully um, help others see things in a way that they may not have seen them that helps them to improve their lives or that helps helps them to make the shifts that they have been needing or wanting to make. Um, so with that being said, I would greatly appreciate it if you enjoy my show, if you, um, if you find a benefit from this, or if you know someone else that you think could benefit from this to do a, a couple things for me, or at least, at least one of them. But, um, if you did all three, I would so greatly appreciate it. The first is to subscribe. So just subscribing to my podcast. The second is to leave a five-star review. You can just leave the review itself or you can leave it with a note. Either either is appreciated. And the third is to share this or any episode that resonates with you with someone who you think could benefit from it or who needs to hear the message that I am putting out there. So please help me reach my goal of impacting at least 10,000 people this year. And thank you. Thank you for showing up for me. Thank you for tuning in. And um, let's dive in. So I've been talking a bit recently, at least on my Instagram page, which is where I'm mostly active. So if you're not already following me there, go sure to be sure to check it out. I do kind of post some stuff on Facebook from Instagram, but I'm not really active on, on Facebook or anywhere else. Um, I just, I try to maintain my energy and that's where I feel the most comfortable. So I have been sharing a bit on there and I'll talk more about it here about my journey through healing my relationship with money. Because ever since I have earned my first dollar, I've never had a very healthy relationship with it. I am a spender. As soon as money hits my pocket, it is gone. When I was old enough to get my first credit card, I was in credit card debt, and I've been repeating a cycle of paying it off and racking it back up pretty much my entire life. And I've all also always lived in constant financial fear. So constant fear of, am I going to make this next payment? Am I going to earn enough money? You know, um, or where I found myself now is being in a financially stable place, being financially comfortable, financially safe, and working on improving my relationship with money. So having almost all of my, um, at least credit card debt paid off to a point where I'm not stressing about that and where I can actually start taking my money and saving it and paying off bigger debts like student loans and my car payments. Um, but where I found myself currently is living in fear that now this will be ripped away from me. So my pretty much entire adult life, I have constantly lived in some fear or another surrounding money. And I'm fully aware that this is something I've trained into myself because I did not have and have not had a healthy relationship with it. But I'm tired of living in this fear and 
I'm really working hard to break that. So as I discover more about myself, I'm bringing it to you guys. But what I want to talk about today is the most recent fear that I have discovered because it's where I've been sitting for the last probably year or so. And I realized that I have been attacking life from this place of fear instead of enjoying what I've created for myself. So what I came to notice is that, like I mentioned, I, I've increased my income this year. My business is doing well. If you haven't heard my business story, I urge you to go back and listen to that. I nearly bankrupted a couple years ago, and that also really compounded my money fears. And so I found myself in this position where I'm financially, I feel safe. I should feel safe, but I have been chasing growing a new business, not not because I don't love it. I absolutely do love what I do. I love learning. I love sharing. I love bringing everything that comes to me to you in order to help you. But I've been doing it in a way that doesn't feel good to me. And I've been doing it out of fear. And I've been doing it out of fear because I'm afraid that everything I've created for myself thus far will be ripped away from me. And now that I've recognized this in myself, I see this in so many other people. I see so many people living in fear, you know, and I'm talking financially specifically for me. And this is the example that I'm going to stick to, but this really does carry over into pretty much any other area of your life. If you are chasing a goal, not, you know, out of, I'll, I'll circle back to that, but really this, this, can be um, transferred into any other area of your life. So yes, while I'm talking money, if you're like, well, I don't really feel this way about money, take a look at it where it might be showing up for you elsewhere. Because often what we're doing is we are chasing down, achieving a goal, not based from a place of enjoyment and fulfillment and enjoying the process of getting to the goal and just kind of using it as a milestone and then moving forward from there or even enjoying what we've achieved for a little bit. But we're chasing down the goal because um, without it, our sense of self-worth is attacked or we're afraid that we're going to lose something or we are afraid that we will never become something that we think we should be because we have all of these standards that we've put on ourselves that we feel like if we don't reach these milestones, if we don't reach these goals, and then if we don't um, maintain them, that it will attack who we are as a being or it will say something about who we are as a being or because we're afraid of what might happen if it doesn't work out. Even if you're currently safe and you know that, you know, you we can never say that we're 100% sure we will always be safe other than, you know, trusting that everything essentially will work out for your greater good um, most of the time. I know that there are definitely, we won't get into some darker stuff here, but in general, you know, even as I was fearing not having enough money growing up, I still kind of learned, you know, somehow, some way I always make it work, right? So I sat in this fear, I'm like, somehow it always works. But now we're chasing all of these goals, not for, you know, not for a healthy purpose. We're chasing them to to experience a feeling. And so we're going into chasing these goals with fear and doubt and anxiety and um, self-worth problems, you know, self-worth issues. We feel like we're not good enough. And what happens is we don't really enjoy the process because we're forcing this to happen because we feel like it, it must work. And so we may be doing things that don't really feel good to us in order to make it happen or in order to make it happen faster. And then when we achieve the goal, 
the success of it is fleeting because now we're worried that we have to maintain it. Now we're worried that now this will be lost. And just going back to another example, because this is the world that I live in, but again, you know, please look at where this, this might be applied in your life. But I see many coaches in the coaching community who on the surface, they'll say, oh my gosh, I just, I had this crazy month. I just hit this record number. I hit my goal for the year. I hit my goal for the month, but then they crash. They crash. You know, I've, I've seen some of them who are doing these awesome things or seemingly, and they're like hitting revenue numbers or hitting, um, vanity metrics, if you will. And then they disappear. Like I've seen some who, who will just disappear for a little bit and they'll come back and they'll be like, I just burnt myself out. I, I wasn't operating in alignment. I didn't feel good about what I was doing. And so what's the point, right? Yeah, it's fun to say, oh, I, I lost all this weight or, oh, I earned all this money or, oh, I um, hit whatever goal I was reaching. But if you're not enjoying the process and you're ending it feeling not what you had hoped to feel or that feeling is fleeting, what are you doing it all for? You know, what, what's the point and what are you really getting out of this? And so this also, you know, it ties back into embodiment. So the first, I guess, piece of this for me is really taking a step back and learning how to live in the safety of what I have, right? Learning to live in enjoyment with what I've already created for myself and live in the safety, knowing that, yes, it's possible it could be ripped away from me. I'm not denying that and I'm not going to... um live life in such a way that I'm setting myself up for failure in the future if that did happen, right? So it's still being smart about where you are. I'm not one who's going to advocate that you go pretend to live a completely um, life that is not really what you're able to afford at the time or whatever, wherever it is, or you are. Um, but really it's stepping back and looking at where you are now and saying okay what am i chasing this for what is what is my true why here why why do i want this and getting really clear i mean really really clear like i i really recommend to people ask themselves why multiple times you know ask why and then ask why again why do you want that now why do you want that because most of the time what we're actually chasing isn't a tangible thing but it's a feeling it's something we want to feel expressed through ourselves. It's a sense of self-worth. It's a sense of confidence. It's a sense of accomplishment. It's a sense of, I did this thing. But when we wait until it happens to feel that, we're not really setting ourselves up for failure. So the first, I guess, piece to this podcast is first, you know, looking at where in your life you are chasing down a goal out of fear. And by fear, you know, this could be anxiety of losing something. This could be the fear that you'll never feel good about yourself if you haven't um, lost weight or reached a goal or finished school or whatever it is that you're doing. And what does it look like to step aside from that fear and sit in enjoyment of what you already have, Sit um, sit in the safety of what you already have? I think that's really been big for me is just is feeling safe. The second part then is to look at what you actually are hoping to experience from this goal and question why you can't experience that now. And again, like I said, this doesn't mean going out and blowing all your money because you want to experience financial freedom and so you're just going to pretend like you already have it. No, it's what's the deeper experience you actually want to have? What's the physical experience? What what do you want to feel in your body? What emotions do you want to have? What do you want to think about yourself? How do you want to show up for the world? And how do you think attaining this goal will help you realize that? 
And when you get clear on that, it it becomes almost, it's kind of funny because you're like, oh, I can have that right now, right? Like achieving this goal isn't necessarily going to make me more confident or more self-assured or um, I might think it'll increase my self-worth, but then I have to maintain it to keep that sense of self-worth and so you're constantly chasing. So instead it's getting to know what you really want to experience right now and practicing trying that on. And this is where embodiment comes in. So I know embodiment can be, that word can be used in a couple different ways. But when I talk about embodiment, it is living the expression of what you actually want to experience. So getting clear on that and practicing this, setting an alarm on your phone and saying, okay, I'm going to tap in right now. I've kind of checked out. I've lost intention. I'm now going through my day, just practicing the motions and not feeling what I want to feel. And I'm stuck back in my fear cycle and I'm doing things based from that. What does it look like to actually tune back in and tap into what I know I can experience before I achieve anything that I want to achieve. So wrapping up, my challenge to you here is first to look at look at your life, look at your goals, look at what you are trying to attain and understand where that's coming from. Is it coming from a place of fear or anxiety or self-doubt or loss? Or is it coming from just something that you genu- genuinely oh my gosh, genuinely want for yourself, right? Like I, like I said at the beginning of this, I have a goal to impact 10,000 people. This isn't something that I'm chasing. You know, I have decided I want to show up and if you love what I have to say, share it. And I, I hope that I can impact them, but I'm not going to beat myself up if I don't reach that goal. It's not something that I'm using to measure my sense of self-worth. It's just something that I think that I can provide a lot to the world and I I would love to do that. Um, so looking at why you're actually chasing your goals, where it's coming from, and then getting really clear on what you actually want to experience and questioning why can't you experience that at least energetically now in your being. And if you can't come up with a good answer with that, you might want to go back and look at your goals. Look at That's where the self-work comes in. This is where the shadow work comes in. This is where the um, inner work comes in. Because chasing a goal to improve your sense of self is tied much more deeply to actually what you think you're doing on the surface level. So that is, um, that's all I have for you on this one. That is my goal for you. Take a look at those things. Take a look at why you are seeking what you are seeking and what it is you actually want to experience and how you can begin to practice bringing that experience into your life right now to start embodying what you actually want right now. And what's even more powerful about this is as you start to embody that, as you start to show up in the way that you're waiting for, as you just start to recall that in and say, this is who I'm going to be. I don't need to wait for anything to happen. I don't need to wait for it to happen. Your life will automatically begin shifting. Now, I'm not going to tell you that you'll automatically call in all the money that you want, but you'll start to notice little changes. You'll start to notice that maybe these things that you're seeking aren't as important as you once thought they were, and that most of what you really want, you might already have. So that is um, my challenge for you, your questions to ponder on, your work to do until the next one. And thank you for tuning in. Again, if you know anyone you think would benefit from this, please share. Please leave a review. I, I love you. I see you. Have a beautiful rest of your day, your week, and I'll see you back on the next episode.